What has been the issue with keeping Hamzat busy? Is it been travel issues? Has it been his, his schedule? What's the issue with keeping Hamzat busy? Um, I don't, well, there's been issues in the past. Uh, hopefully, there's not issues now. Um, hopefully, his hand's not broken, and hopefully, we, we can do this title fight. Yeah. Uh, for Kamari, though, again, stepping in on short notice, he came back strong in the second and third round. Very impressive performance by him on such short notice. Usman? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, Usman, um, again, that's a different fight at five rounds. It's, it's a, that's an interesting fight at five rounds. Would you like to see Usman stay at middleweight? Usman? Yeah. That's up to him. That guy's done it all. You know what I mean? If you look at, look at his career, look what he's done. He's the greatest welterweight of all time. Doesn't get enough credit and uh, stepped up took this fight at 85 whatever he wants to do i'm good with we also had some weird doctor decisions this evening um yeah, yeah listen the guy the guy's inexperienced he uh got up in it there's i think there's a lot of things that, that probably happened you know, I, I guess he asked uh I, I guess he asked him where are you right now and his response was i'm in the desert he's not wrong uh i think there's a big language barrier in there between the two of them uh an inexperience and you know it's just uh it sucks it's one of those things that happens sometimes and we'll make it right and we'll fix it it's been a while since we've seen you get in the cage to stop some carnage what exactly was going on in there between johnny and uh ankalaev i <laughs> said well he it's been a while since he's had to get in the cage to stop a fight what was going on between johnny and ankalaev been a while since i stepped in the octagon oh yeah well that, that didn't look like it was going in the right direction. That, that's all we needed. So I, I just, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dana, right here. Uh, is there a health update on Victor Henry? I know he was transported to the hospital right after. Is, is there a health update? Yeah, the, the guys that got uh, kicked low, serious. I mean, these guys were puking backstage, and, uh, and they're getting uh, MRIs or whatever it is you do <laughs> when you get kicked low. For Alice Garoff, uh, he's only 2-0 and in the UFC, but he obviously has an extensive background. And he, he kind of, he's like Hamzad, where he comes in, he's dominant so early. He wants a top-10 fighter now. Do you foresee it being difficult convincing top-10 fighters to accept a fight against an unranked fighter like that who's so talented? Uh, yeah, 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 that's a great question. Uh, yes, the answer is yes, but we'll find somebody. And yes, he's, somebody ranked is going to have to fight Mohamed Mahayev told me to ask you if he could be the backup fighter in December. I just saw him, and he was just terrorizing me in the back, and, yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out for him. Uh, he hasn't fought in the States yet. He seems very interested. He wants to fight in Las Vegas. He doesn't, he's fought in London and here. Do you want to bring him stateside? Do I want him where? He hasn't fought in the U.S. yet. Yeah. He, listen, when, when, when kids tell me, listen, I want to fight here or want to fight there, um, I try to make it happen. Uh, it seems like a, there's a video of a fan jumping over the barricade to get at Paulo Costa after the Hamzat fight. Do you have any update on what happened there? Yeah, with the group of people that we had here in the building tonight, it was like a powder keg in there. That, that thing was just ready to pop off. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, I've never seen something like that. Somebody from the crowd go after a fighter. Um, but we, we handled it. We contained it. Last one for me. There were two fighters in the early prelims that revealed that they came into their fight with staph infection, pretty bad staph infection, um, and they, they got through medicals and fight week and they still fought. Do you have to do anything or change, any, change anything so that doesn't happen moving forward? No. I mean, if you look at how many fights we'd work, we basically do fights every single Saturday. And here, here's one of the things. If you're going to lie 
and hide injuries like that, lie all the way home. Why are you going to lie and do that and then sit up here and say, oh, I had staph infection. I, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a very fucking weird thing to do, to be honest with you. Very weird. Dana. Yeah. Over there. What do you make of the Shara Bullet performance? Shara Bullet. About his performance. What he's playing. Yeah. Yeah, listen. He's a bad boy. He's tough. His first fight in the UFC. I don't know how he's from Dagestan and has zero takedown defense, but other than that, he looked incredible. Yeah, no, I like the kid. Is he a future of this game, in your opinion? Yeah. Is he the future of the sport? I don't know if he's the future of the sport, um, but, you know, he, he's, he's definitely got a future here. He's got to work on his takedown defense. I mean, in, in the UFC, you have to have the full game. Obviously, his kickboxing is nasty, and... Uh, Leg kicks, head kicks, you know, elbows, obviously. But uh, you, he's got to tighten up that wrestling game or, or he'll get beat here very quickly. All right. Uh, it's unclear what's going on with Bellator. There's a lightweight, uh, light heavyweight champ, Vadim Nemkov, who is a student of Fyodor Yemelianenko. He defeats everyone in a row. Uh, would it be interesting for you to see him in the UFC? He fights in Bellator, and it'd be interesting for him to fight in the UFC. Yeah, and he's a student of Fyodor. So. Okay. Did Bellator close down yet, or are they still... It's unclear. We'll see. <laughs> well, Sounds good to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's not that unclear. Showtime announced that they are officially getting out of boxing and MMA at the end of next month. There's one more Bellator show, and then that's it. But we don't know what's happening after that. There you go. We'll, we'll see what happens with... Uh, with Bellator and who goes where and what happens and um, yeah. And the last one for me, uh, we know that Fyodor Yemelianenko periodically comes to United States. Uh, the UFC has a UFC Performance Institute, the best place to train. Would you allow uh, Fyodor to come to UFCPI and train there? Fedor? Yeah. Is Fedor still fighting? No. Not fighting, retired. Absolutely. Listen, UFC headquarters door is open to Fedor anytime he wants to. He can come by and have lunch. He can work out. He can do whatever he wants to do. We, we, we'd be happy to have him. Thanks, Dana. Thank right you. Right here. Um, yeah. The prelims tonight streamed for free on YouTube on ESPN. Uh, how did that decision come together? That they, they control the content. Is that something that you're happy about, that kind of more people got to get exposed it, to this card? Is it that? something that what? Were you happy with that, that more people kind of got to be exposed? In that Listen, situation? it's their content that we're in a deal with them. They can, they can do whatever they want with it. Uh, obviously, we're in college football season, and, and these guys have, you know, a heavy schedule. And we do fights basically every Saturday. So however they want to distribute the content is fine with me. And when you did your scrum yesterday after the weigh-ins, you said that there was some stuff that you were going to reveal about how tonight came together that you said you would share after the fights. Can you share that now? Yeah, what the hell was I talking about? You know what I was talking about? I have no idea what I was talking about. Uh, but I remember in the scrum. And I'm being honest, I tell you if I remembered. I don't remember what the hell I was talking about. Well, it seems like, you know, uh, Hunter did a great interview with ESPN talking about how this came together. And one of the fighters who seemingly stepped up and was willing to take the main event was Dustin Poirier. Um, what are you guys going to do with, you know, these people who are kind of on the odd man out here? Dustin, Justin Gaethje, do you have plans for them? Do we have plans for Poirier and Gaethje? Yeah. Yeah, of course we do. I mean, we have, we, we have plans for everybody. 
um, obviously going into this event, it was a big event coming in, sold out, you know, very successful event here. Then, then the, the co-main and the main fall apart, get that fixed, fight actually becomes bigger, this thing, uh, you know, the buzz around this fight and energy. So this has basically been our focus for, you know, the last couple weeks um, with other stuff that we have going on with some of the announcements that we made this week and more announcements that we will make on Monday or Tuesday. There's just, there's so much crazy shit going on right now with this, with this company. It's, it's awesome. So, uh, you know, everybody's going to end up somewhere right here, right now off the top of my head. I can't even remember what I was going to tell you yesterday. So I have no idea. Uh, yesterday you took a photo with Michael Venom page that came up on Instagram. He shared it. Are you guys in negotiations with him to sign him? Um, listen, he's a kid that we're definitely interested in. And, uh, and he's interested too, so uh, possibly. And you told me back in July that uh, on top of Power Slap, you, were, you had big plans to get into grappling. And in December, it sounds like George St. Pierre is injured and out of that match. He said you were planning to have him grapple Nick Diaz. Uh, just curious, like, where does that change fall into your bigger plans for the future of grappling? Yeah, that doesn't. That, you know, the, the, the Fight Pass Invitational that they do, and they're doing a lot of grappling right now on, on Fight Pass. Um, the, the stuff that I'm talking about is much bigger than that. And that's all in the works right now, too. And uh, last one, the next card is the 30th anniversary event uh, for the UFC. Don't mean to put you on the spot here, but with that looming, do you have maybe your five greatest fighters in UFC history that you feel should be kind of celebrated as we go into this 30th anniversary? Yeah, I know that we just shot a show that's going to come out. It's like the 30 greatest fighters of all time um, that's airing soon here. Uh, but right here off the top of my head, I mean, going into that event, my number one is John Jones. Uh, Dana? Yep. Uh, Abhishek Singh from MMA India. I wanted to ask you, obviously things did not go right for Anshul Jubilee, uh, but I wanted to ask how important is Indian market to the UFC? Uh, how important is the Indian market to the UFC? Yeah, I mean, listen, I say this all the time, every market's important. We've been working on India for a while. Um, I know you guys don't want to hear this, but slap is massive in India. <laughs> um, it's been really, really good for us. Uh, and we will continue to, uh, you know, look for, for UFC talent there, just like we do everywhere else. Every market is important to me. So are you looking to recruit any Indian to the slap fighting championship? Am I interested in Indians for that? Absolutely, I am. Yeah. The, the numbers that we pull over there is insane. So, yes, anybody who's out there in India and you like to slap, call me. Uh, where do they apply? What's that? Uh, where do they apply? Where do they apply? You, you can literally go online on, on, on powerslap.com or at slap on Instagram. Thank you. Thank Dana, you. Dana over here, right in front of you. Uh, Hi. Hi. Hi, how, how are, you? are you? Good, thanks, how are you? Uh, just two questions. Uh, Volkanovski seemed to wanna, want to turn around quickly. He had mentioned before, you know, Ilya Teporia, January. Uh, what do you think of him wanting to turn around quickly? Are you, are you for that? Yeah, obviously, you know, he got a uh, head kick KO'd tonight. Let him go see the doctor. Let's make sure he's okay. Let's give him some time to recover, get some stitches in that eye, and then, and then we'll talk. But obviously, if, uh, if he's medically cleared and he's ready to turn around, love it. And I uh, wanted to ask you about the uh, extended deal with Abu Dhabi. Uh, are we looking at more than one show a year? So is it pay-per-views and fight nights as well? Yeah, pay-per-views and fight nights. 
So looking potentially a two, two year? Yeah, um, you know, these guys are interested in, uh, I think we did deal for three, three fight nights, but they're interested in much, much more as far as fight nights go. So we'll, we'll see how this thing plays out. And I thought I heard you mention Egypt before. Is that a location the UFC is looking at? Men Gems? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Egypt? Yeah, is that a country the UFC is looking at? Yeah, we're, we're going to go everywhere. We want to go to Qatar. You know, we're going to Saudi Arabia. We want to go down to Egypt. You know, we're going to go everywhere, everywhere in the region. All right, thank you. Thank you. Dana? Yeah. Uh, left hand. hand. Sorry? Uh, left hand of you. Uh, Islam Makhachev uh, tell me in interview that uh, he won a fight uh, in welterweight for title shot. That he ready to uh, fight against Leon Edwards or Colby Covington. What do you think about it? I need a translator. What? I have no idea. I don't know. Dana. Yeah. Uh, on your right here. Yeah. Uh, Islam wouldn't commit there uh, in the octagon about his next opponent, but do you th who do you think it makes more sense to him, Gaethje or Oliveira? Yeah. Um, I, I, listen, you got to give it to Oliveira. I mean, Oliveira is ready to go. Unfortunately, he got cut. Um, yeah. This is like the worst. I'm, I'm half deaf as is, is, and these air conditioners are so loud I can't hear you guys. I apologize. But, uh, yeah, I, th I, I think you give it to Oliveira. But again, these are, these are all questions that I really can't answer right now. When we get home, we'll figure this stuff out and see what's next for everybody. Dina? Yeah. So my question is about Islam. Uh, so he has been dominating the lightweight division for a longer time and he has hinted that he might be moving up a welterweight division. Do you see him in the future to go for two belts? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess he's talented enough. Um, I don't see that happening anytime soon. He's still got some guys to fight. Uh, But you listen, if he held the belt for, for, you know, defends the belt for another year, you know, and wanted to move up, why not? You guys good with me? Hey, yeah, hey go ahead. Dana. Uh, if you compare Makhachev's career with Khabib's career, do you think Islam has a chance to get out of his shadow and maybe outshine his friend? Well, I, I don't know if he really lives in Khabib's shadow. I mean, tonight was a big step in the right direction. You know, the guy's been dominant. Then he goes in and, 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 you know, all the controversy that came off that last fight and he finishes this fight the way that he did. And again, there's no excuse. It's not like you say, oh, this thing went in the third round. Volkanovski didn't have enough time to train. He went in there and viciously, impressively finished this fight uh, with a Crow Cop-esque kick to the head. It doesn't get any better than that against a very tough, durable guy who has a great chin. And, uh, you know, you don't ever see anybody do that to Volkanovsky. So keeps doing what he's doing. It's just you just got to keep grinding and knocking him down one by one. And it eventually happens. The, the truth is, when you look at Habib and nothing against Habib, Habib came in and won the title and defended. But this kid could go on a, on a defense run that that absolutely blows everybody away that, that ever held the belt in that division. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Good. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. No more.